Hey everybody, I'm Kurt. This is AC. You are the Youth Mystery Nation. Let's talk youth mystery. Go. <laughs> Man. Good to see you, as always, my good, good friend, my good friend, AC. We just got back. We did. We it's went a great to trip. a week, well, not a full week, but almost. The ATL. The ATL, the Dirty South. Atlanta. I, I like to call it the Dirty South. The I, Dirty South. I just coined that a few years ago. <laughs> I, noticed, I noticed back in the day yeah. that there was a little East Coast, West Coast feud amongst some of our hip-hop so you... people. <laughs> so as a West Coaster, I said, man, that Dirty South. And it yeah. just it caught on like wildfire. Yeah. It just caught on. <laughs> Yeah, that's I've never exactly. told anybody. That's, that's exactly yeah, how it happened. That's how it happened. Uh, we were at the Orange Conference. Yes. 7,000 other children's and youth crazy. workers. Crazy. This is weird. Orange wouldn't feel this way because they're in the business of having a big conference. Yeah. I would say it was almost too big. It Did was, you think? It was large. It was almost a very... The production was great, oh. but because it was so big, it felt like concert yeah, like it was every crazy. single night. And if you got lost from your party, you couldn't find oh, them. Yeah. If you didn't get to your workshop on time, you couldn't yeah. get in. Amazing conference, which leads me to this. As great as Orange is, and it is fantastic, I'm super excited about Simply, one Simply day. Youth Ministry. They're doing their one-day yeah. conferences coming up. Um, next fall, so okay, yeah. coming soon. Yeah. Coming soon to a city near you. I think there's six different locations. Yeah, I'm excited. We're going to be hosting one here at Saddleback, mm -hmm. just because they needed a place for their kind of their westest coast yeah. um, venue. So if you have gone to the Simply Youth Ministry Conference in the past and you wondered where have they been, mm -hmm. they're taking a little break. They took a break this year and they're coming in strong yeah. in the fall with six different. Go to the Simply Youth Ministry yes. website. Check yeah. out the one day conference. It's going to be awesome because. This little video blog, this little podcast, is on the More Than Dodgeball website. Yeah. Our good friends, Simply Youth Ministry. Yes. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Do I look thinner? Come on. Um, so on the show, no. <laughs> and I, I've been on an official, no I've been on a diet for two days. <laughs> I made more this morning than I did yesterday for some reason. I've been on a diet. So Cole, how, do I, how do I look? Cole assures me that I will fluctuate even though I'm losing weight. Yeah. I was the heaviest I've ever been the other day. Yeah. So I decided it was time to take things seriously. That's cool, man. Are you doing workout, push-ups? Oh, that's to come later. Yeah. Not too much one, at once. One step uh, yeah, at a time. One step at a time. Oh, dude. So is it like you're taking steps, you're drinking water now? Drinking water, cutting out the bread. Yeah. Bread is a huge. Bread's bread massive. Is, wow. You my don't son, know how much you actually dude, eat it until dude. you remove it, and you're like, holy yeah. smokes. You know my son Cole. I mean, oh, he's, yeah. You know, he's kind of a physical specimen yeah. these days. But yeah. he's all into it. Like, he, he's studying he's it. He's about it. So he's helping me figure it out. That's and the cool. first thing he said was, got to cut the bread. You got to cut. What is it? There's carbs. There's two different types of carbs. Yeah. The bread, the potatoes, the chips, all that stuff. Did the he pasta, talk about, that's all he talk about sugar? Yeah, he talked about sugar. You know, good sugar, bad sugar, all that good stuff. Yeah. Protein, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, just tell me what to do. Well, just eat less. <laughs> eat less candy. Right. Basically, drink less soda. Oh, smokes. Eat less ice cream at night. That's true. Yeah, so. Anything after eight is bad. Dude. Unless it's almonds. Unless it's or almonds. grapes. Unless or it falls blueberries, under. power foods, right? Unless it falls under something that you don't even know. Superfoods. After you eat it, you don't even feel like you ate it. That's fantastic. Like yeah. cotton candy. It's, <laughs> oh, light, no. it's light and fluffy and it barely feels good. Everybody, just stretch your hands. Do you know how much cotton candy I have to camera. eat before I feel full? It's a perfect health, it's a perfect diet food. No. 
because you can eat it and not get full. Okay, let's get into it. All right, what are we talking about? Um, we got an email. Today, we have an email. email okay. But I don't think I'm a because my phone is recording, so I just oh, have gotcha. to kind of like we gotta figure that out because yeah, normally I shoot it to you and then yeah, you read okay. it, but it is what it is. Um, but today we're gonna talk a little bit about strategy. Okay. Um, we had a question from uh, one of our viewers, and his strategy, his question was on uh, what are some elements of service that he could do for his students before service or after service to get them kind of engaged, um, okay. so to speak. So like he more, to, does it sound like he wants them to stick, get there earlier and stick around longer kind of thing? Kind of like, okay. you know, is he missing something okay. in the beginning to get them connected? Yep. Is he missing something at the end that he could do that okay. could kind of like build well, some community? Let's start with before service first and you take it and yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll add my I time. would say, I mean, I think it's a great question to ask in terms of what your ministry looks like, how your students are. In terms of does big church run parallel? You know, what does that look like? Guns out, sons yeah. not out. But, you know. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but <laughs> keep going. So um, I would say first you need to know why. Like why do you want to add these elements? Um, and because it can be a lot of work, it can be extra resources that you have to put into it and money, and you want to make sure that you're doing it. Um, for a very strategic reason. It's not a bad thing. It's just in everything that you do, you want to be you know, strategic in it. And so um, just to feel like, man, students get here and they need something to do, or students are you know, here afterwards, so let's, let's get them busy for something right. like that. That may not be, you know, in, in terms of it may be great for the beginning because you're like, oh, we got this great thing going, but if there's no real strategic plan in place and, and understanding of what's going on, it could fade fast. Mm -hmm. Students can get bored, mm -hmm. um, and you could lose sight of the mission that you started out to do, and you know it can just fall through the cracks, and then they're like, whatever happened to that? And you're like, well, I don't know. Um, most of the time, it's not all the time, but most of the time, it's it's that foundation piece. It's the strategic strategic <laughs> strategic that? moment uh, that you go oh this is why this is why we do right. this um, I would say for the for the um, pre-service we've never really um, done anything before other than a five minute countdown and then we're right into service um, right because kids are trickling in yeah they're coming they're coming in. if it's if it's midweek in some youth groups case right their yeah. large group program is midweek they're coming in from sports practice they're coming in from maybe working part-time after school they're coming in from doing homework they're trickling in yeah if it's junior hires are coming in in mom and dad's car who had to give them a ride mm -hmm. um so it's a trickle in if it's sunday it's still a trickle in yeah. they're rolling out of bed they're you know they're slow to get out of the shower and so they're always trickling in which is why we've probably never had a real super strategic pre-service yeah. strategy yeah right I mean, the only thing I think that we have done better at times, we're probably not great at it now, and when we've been good at it, we notice it, is we have gone through seasons where we really make a strong effort to say to our teams, our, our youth teams and leaders and everybody that's running the program, hey, let's try to have sound checks done, yeah. walkthroughs done, yeah. um, PowerPoint slides edited. Let's try yeah. to have all that done 10 minutes before anybody yeah. shows up. That way, when they do start to trickle in, yeah. we're game on, yeah. right? So there's not a formal, there's not anything formal happening pre-service yeah. other than we are totally engaged, yeah. totally ready to start yeah. ministering. 
way before service starts because we're we're ready to love on kids mm-hmm. as soon as the first one walks through the door. Which when we've done it well, I think we totally we totally. Oh yeah, them. oh yeah. I mean, because <laughs> we know what's like normally. That's we're running around like every other youth group. It's like, hey, it's time to go. Oh, we gotta do this. We gotta right. do this. Let's do that. And and so coming in and going, hey, let's make sure that right. we are free to connect right. and and be there. Whether we have donuts out or yeah. whether we put something out. Let's be ready for those five minutes. So normally we do five minutes where it's more like a, a leader blitz. Right. We make sure every student that walks in the door is high five. We make sure during that five minutes, every the students that are sitting in the seats. That's happening during the five minute countdown. Five minute countdown. So you so guys are like game on. Yeah, students reading. are sitting at, in their seats and we are mowing, we call it mowing the crowd where our leaders are just intentionally going to students, hey, how are you, what's your name, what school right. you go to, we're being a little bit more intentional in that set. And we give ourselves that, that five minutes to do it. Um, and it's been great. It's well, been and great. we've got values that we try to have evident all the time. Real, yeah. relevant, relational, relaxed. Mm-hmm. Those are values we try to have evident at midweek, in small groups, on missions trips. Yeah. And one of the ways you express the value of relaxed is by not letting students see us when we're stressed. Yeah. So at the most stressed times of sound checks and the video isn't gonna work and all that, if we can do all of that before a student walks in yeah. the building, yeah. so that when they walk in, they don't know that a minute ago we were anything but relaxed, yeah. right? But from the moment they come in, our value of yeah. relaxed is, is yeah. evident. I've itself. seen a huge difference, and I even feel a huge difference when I have a leader because we place a leader either it be me or a leader right at the entranceway. So as soon as students walk in, they see leaders right, right. there. And the difference is, is just astonishing mm-hmm. how just students light up and a leader is there to go, hey, you know, welcome, welcome, right. you know, and just meeting students and seeing students. And then afterwards, I'm able to go, hey, how service? Yeah. What did you think about it? Yeah. In, that, in that relaxed form. So, so to, before we move on to thoughts about after service. Yeah. What I would suggest is the pre-service, don't think of a program. You don't need yeah. to add some aspect to pre-service. Yeah. I would just view pre-service as a fantastic opportunity to minister and build relationships with kids. Yeah. Be and ready. Be, be ready. Be ready. Yeah. Just be prepared. Yeah. So that when they start showing up, you can talk to them. How was your week? I'm so glad you're here. I missed you last yeah. week. What's God doing in your life? Who's your friend? You can do all that stuff. Yeah. Um, because the program that's going to start in five minutes or mm-hmm. 25 minutes is dialed in and ready to go. Yeah. That's what I think about. And if you're not, if you haven't done a countdown, yeah. I think that's, that's, I mean, you, you can really train and, yep. and get your students programmed to be like, okay, five minutes service is going to start when I right. get there and I see that service is going to start, but it also gets you that time of yep. five minutes. Countdown is up. Let's go. Let's, let's get go out. Mow the Put crowd. that down. Let's mow the crowd. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So. That's one thought, or a couple thoughts about before service, mm-hmm. after service. Yes. He's saying, what can we do after service that's more strategic? Yeah. I don't know. What, maybe the question behind that is, they're sprinting out the doors. Do we try to keep them around? Yeah. What do we do? How do we build community after service? Yeah. That's what I'm hearing in the question that, that he was asking. Yeah. I think that's where another place where you need to be strategic. Are you, are you trying to build community? So, of course, they come to service. They, you know, they sit, listen to a message, they worship together, um, but you don't necessarily see them intermingling. And you want to create an environment where they feel like they can stay and, 
and kind of like mingle together? Or is it you're you're trying to capture those first timers? Right. Um, sometimes that's a, you know, to me, that's a great place to do it after service. I don't think you can do it for too long. Right. Because especially if you're trying to do it every single week, you can't do it for too long because, of course, parents are waiting and you don't want to create something extra um, mm -hmm. for parents to go, oh, okay, now we have to right. sit and wait but for like this. What you could do is, for instance, in junior high at, at our campuses, we have these things called grade groups where they're mm -hmm. eight minutes long, they're gender and grade specific, and they just yes. break up before the message, who's here, it's where they take attendance, they make mm -hmm. announcements. It's not small groups, it's yeah. eight minutes of just connecting. Mm -hmm. A youth group could, you could do something like that. You could do the last five minutes of your program, yeah. break into some groups. Yeah. Here's one question to think about. Some groups will still be done right at seven or you know right at nine o'clock when the yeah. youth group's over. Yeah. Um, others might stick around for a few more minutes. Yeah. And all of a sudden, what was meant to be five minutes is now seven, eight, nine minutes, and you just have automatically created an opportunity yeah. for the kids who don't have to sprint off yeah. to be together a little bit, build some relationships. Yeah. Um, the program's over, but we're still hanging out. Mm -hmm. It, it, it kind of makes it real natural. Yeah. Um, another thing that we've done with great success is we have started strategically adding events to the, the tail end yeah. of our weekend program. Yeah. Um, what's been great about that is it's not an extra night out. Mm -hmm. So you, you, guys would, you guys would do dodgeball yeah. tournament on Friday night and then have to do church on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Now you just do dodgeball tournament at the end of the Saturday night service. Yep. More kids actually come to church. Yep. They stick around a long time. First time visitors that come to the dodgeball tournament, oftentimes they'll come to church yep. in addition to ahead of time just because, why not? Hey, let's go to church and then play dodgeball. Whereas on Friday night, that wasn't an option. Yep. Um, we've had great success just attaching programs to, or attaching events yeah, to the, to the tail end yeah. of our weekend. Don't want to do it every weekend. Yeah. Um, or else it loses its pop, right? Yeah. And it gets really tiring on, on, on us. Yeah. But we probably do it once a month, once every other, well, once every other month, maybe. Yeah. And sometimes it's a big event like dodgeball. Sometimes it's yeah. moving in a popcorn. Yeah. And, we and we're, you know, again, pretty strategic. If we if it's an event that we're trying to, evangelize and we're right. trying to expose students to our culture and our church then that's how we'll promote yeah. it hey bring your friends if it's we'll sometimes we'll do a worship night after the service mm -hmm. well of course that's a fellowship type thing hey after service don't leave we're gonna the, the band is gonna do extended worship for those of you who for, might be interested yeah, in sticking around those of you who might be interested in sticking around and worshiping our board you know yeah. feel free to do so so we're thinking very strategically about those things so that we know if we play some event and it yields huge prizes, yeah. we know we're going to get a crowd of everybody. Right. If we do a worship, extended worship night, we know we won't get everybody. We'll right. get those students who are core to our ministry right. who want to be there. So we're not judging that event with with another event that that has a different purpose right. and so well i think you hit on the head i mean the whole strategy purpose i think this is a great example of and, and it's not most of us as youth pastors aren't great at this yeah but thinking strategically about every decision yeah right because every decision we make has a cost whether it's man hours or financial yeah. cost um, asking more of our students every decision we make impacts yeah you know other areas of our ministry and so I think one of the greatest things to do is every time you're feeling this, this 
tug or this desire to do something or change something. Yeah. You know, something's driving that question. Yeah. Something's not right. Kids are coming too late or they're not connected or they sprint out of the heat. So I would always start by asking, what what is the question we're trying to answer? What yeah. what's the what's the tension point we're feeling? Yeah. In the right? So identify that. Well we're feeling this tension that students leave right after church and there's yeah. no fellowship. Okay, that's what we're, now how do we strategically address yeah. that so we don't just invent things yeah. that may not even be fixing the problem that we're really feeling. Yeah. No, right. Totally. Um, and and if you can just kind of be strategic and again I think there's okay it's okay. There's all kinds of tension in youth ministry. Yeah. I mean there are all kinds of tension points and you can't always fix every single one. There's no perfect youth ministry. Yeah. We were at North Point last weekend. Yeah. It's as close to perfect as I've ever seen. Yeah. It's as close to perfect. Yeah. But they've got their tension points. Oh, totally. They've got stuff they want to fix, but they've just chosen not to. Totally. You know, they've got areas of weakness. And, and, and it's prior, you prioritize. You, you prioritize. Go, hey, what's, what's, what's critical right now? For us right now, critical is volunteers. Right. And so we have to prioritize other things that we may say. We wish that yeah, was the we, case. Yeah. I mean, other things that we say, hey, that, that needs a little love. That needs a right. little TLC. Right. But at the same time, we have to prioritize things that are most important right. and and not stress about right. that. And that just comes with accepting right. that there's well, going to be tension yeah, and it's, in areas of your ministry. If our youth ministry is a boat, mm-hmm. right, and there's a couple holes in the boat. I don't like any of the holes in the boat. Yeah. <laughs> but I gotta fix the biggest hole yeah. in the boat, right? The one that's taking on the most water, yeah. that's causing the most damage, yeah. that has the most potential to bring the whole thing down. Yeah. The other ones, I'm not happy about them. Yeah. But a band-aid might work, totally. or just ignoring it for a little while, totally. right? Because I gotta fix this. And then yeah. I can go to this to the smaller stuff. And yeah. and that's kind of that strategic how how big of an issue is this? Mm-hmm. Is it the biggest thing we gotta fix? How much time and effort and, and resources will it take to fix it? Yeah. Um, and then you can decide how much and when attention you need to get. I was talking to a youth worker who was here yesterday from uh, APU. Yep. They had a class here, and he was telling me how his youth, he has a, he has like maybe 60 kids or so, and he has 11 volunteers. And I was like, wow, that's, that's awesome. Good, yeah. <laughs> so you got 11 Can people. Can we borrow the same? Please. <laughs> you know, where do they stay? <laughs> um, but, you know, his issue was um, we we have service and I just kind of like give the message and, you know, but I like what you guys do here where the kids are like sectioned off. I just don't know how to get there. And, and I just said, you know, what do you value most about what you see here? Is it that students are creating community amongst themselves? Is it, you know, because there's a few areas that we're we're getting here. We're giving ownership to our leaders, so we're building their buy-in into our ministry. We're allowing students to actually answer the questions that are plaguing them, because you know you speak a message and you say, "Hey, Q and A." Students going to ask a question that right. you've already covered. Right. So I said. So, so what are you what do you value most and then move towards that and as simple as you know for a lot of youth workers and I would say even a lot of pastors we do things on our own and it's hard to get things away but it's right. if you gave your message created a little breakout three questions or whatever give each of your leader those questions and say hey take a group of kids yeah, and go, go over it, it yeah. the next 10 minutes of the thing and then see how that works nothing is long term 
So don't ever think you have to, like, if you want to do a pre at post service, put six months on it. Yeah. Say, hey, we're going to try this for yeah. six months. If it works, it's great. If it doesn't work, right. we throw it away. Yeah. We never speak about don't it. Don't say, God told me yeah. we must have <laughs> yeah. a quality pre-service, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, if unless it, God did, yeah. then you must have. Yeah. But sometimes we, to convince everybody, we're like, I've been praying about this forever. Yeah. And then it sucks. You're yeah. like, hey, on second thought, well, wait a second. I thought I've been praying about it forever. <laughs> well, who did I forever, forever, you right forever is relative. Yeah. Like, I just, thought about it for a while. Oh, yeah. Just, I mean, put a time on it. Give it a shot. It works. Yeah. There's lots so, of ways to, to do it good. Be strategic. Yeah. Strategic. Is that what we've, that's what we're getting at? I All this rambling? A, yeah. That's at the end of the day, be strategic. 20 minutes of rambling. <laughs> to get to that. Be strategic. All right. So. All right. Uh, if you want to subscribe. Yes. Click that button. What if they want iTunes? Search us. Just go to iTunes and, it, and search Let's Talk Youth Ministry. If you want to send us a question. TalkYouthMinistry at gmail.com. Fantastic. You can, you can answer that. Okay. Or send it to that. And if they want to go to the Simply One Day, go to simplyyouthministry.com, click on the events button, and sign up. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. All right. We'll see you guys. Peace out. Bye.